You better believe it. It's episode 200 of Crack the Customer Code. Time for this podcast to get some adult diapers. Did you ever think we would get here, Adam? 200 episodes. OMG, Jeannie. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I mean, it's pretty crazy. I don't know. I probably should have done LOL. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a acronym emoji guy. C-O-L-1, cry out loud. Does that work? (laughs) 200. It is pretty amazing. It is pretty amazing. And I mean, we've covered lots of stuff, but I think the big thing here is that you and I did not kill each other. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was that one failed attempt by you to take me out, but (laughs) fortunately my defense was strong. (laughs) (laughs) No, we've come a long, long way and we've covered a lot of different things with a lot of different people and so i'm i'm pretty excited that we got two centuries old jenny how does that make you feel oh my goodness well maybe you are (laughs) (laughs) we are 10 score old oh i like that yes we are 10 scores and some seconds Well, we are thrilled to share with you, our loyal audience, some of the things that we are, we have really learned and gathered from some of our super smart and funny and amazing guests over 200 episodes. Yep. We've talked about customer experience. We've talked about customer service. We've talked about the robot overlords. We have covered (laughs) almost everything that's family friendly. (laughs) That's true. We have left some Things Some off the table. Left out, yes. This is very much by a design. Family friendly professional show. There you go. There you go. Well, I we had a real challenge with this episode because we wanted to pull out some of the bigger themes that we heard and some of the great people that we've had on the show and the wisdom that they've shared. But honestly, that was a tall order because we had so many fantastic guests and it was it was a difficult task, but we persevered <laughs> and here we are today to share all this wisdom yeah, so with what you. we've done i mean we've had all kinds of topics we've covered you know multiple times through different interviews customer focused marketing social uh you know, patient experience healthcare. we've chosen three topics to just do a little bit of a walk down memory lane and look at some best comments best concepts uh under these topics because we simply could not encapsulate 200 episodes into one because we know our listeners, and we are pretty sure that a 20-minute episode is okay, but a 200-minute episode is not. <laughs> but we encourage you to go back and listen to 200 episodes. Yeah, <laughs> so take your time. Enjoy them one at a time, one a day. Absolutely. You know? so let's talk about topic one, Jenny, and that is content and how to use content to connect mm-hmm. with customers as part of the customer journey. Yeah, we've talked about this a lot, and it's come up in so many different ways. And our very first guest ever was Jackie Huba, who is the author of Monster Loyalty, which is all about how Lady Gaga connects with her fans and created this amazing fan loyalty that she has. So it came up in the very first episode, and there were so many other people who really touched upon this as a really important part of the customer experience. I'm Gaga over that comment. (laughs) Nice. Nice. You're a little monster. Well, you know, I said something nice and now look where we're at. (laughs) Well, that's 
that's being a fan of Lady Gaga. Oh, is it really? Monster, I, so you're welcome. What I know. I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm 200 years old right now. What are you talking about? I don't know these <laughs> things. I don't know what's cool with the kids. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Well, one of. Oh, sorry, please. I was just going to say another guest we had who really brought this home was Brian Kramer, who is the author of um, Shareology and some other books. And he talked about how. You know, with all this automation in the world, it's really easy to lean on that idea and say it's okay to automate some things, but it's really not okay to automate engagement. You really do have to connect with people on an emotional level, and you can do that through content, but you have to make sure that you're doing it in an authentic way. And that's that's a theme that I think anybody can walk away with and really apply to their business. Sorry, I was waiting for my autoresponder to respond to you. Well, another great guest we had, and she, you know, she wrote one of the great books on content, which is uh, Anne Hanley, and she wrote uh, Everybody Writes. And you know, really, it talks about how we're all writers and how content really affects all of us. And one of the messages was the, it's the substance of the writing over the mechanics. You know, we often, especially in the, from the business framework and the creating content for customers, you know, we can often get carried away with the content calendar and what, how are we going to produce it as opposed to sort of looking at what the customer needs and what questions we want to answer. Mm -hmm. And I think if there's anybody listening to this right now thinking, well, this doesn't apply to me because I'm not really a writer. I would encourage you to go back and listen to that episode, maybe even pick up Anne's book because her point is in today's world, we are all writers. We are all uh, connecting in this way. And so the other thing that comes up with content is how do you actually get it out there with content marketing? And with uh, Andy Crestadina, who's one of the wisest people I know on this subject, he really discusses these uh, strategies around content marketing in a way that anybody can embrace them. And the pros and cons of using content as a long-term strategy, but he really emphasizes how empathy is really the skill that you need to have in content marketing. And that's one of the reasons that what he said resonated so much with us, because of course, empathy is a huge part of the customer experience as well. I feel you, Jeannie. <laughs> yeah, and you know, wanting to sort of wrap up content because we do want to get to our other two topics. Uh, one of the people we had wrote the book, The Content Code, and that was Mark Schaefer. And you know, he really shared just how important it is to not only have content, but have a conversation around it. And one of the quotes I love from him was, says, you can't buy their influence, you have to earn their advocacy. And talked about how you can connect with customers through content and through uh, you know, a, a solid content strategy. Yeah, and honestly, you could go back and find so many more examples. This is just the tip of the iceberg, but content is a huge part of the customer experience. And we have to recognize that as we do our work around customer experience and customer service. And another big, big topic that came up in these 200 episodes, it was around innovation and technology and how this all intersects with the customer experience and the work we do. And for you longtime listeners, you know that innovation and technology is just code for Jeannie and I talking about (laughs) Skynet and the robots taking over. That's right. Well, you think it's going to be here sooner than I do, but I think you've you've brought me around. (laughs) Like I'm a believer now (laughs) that robots will take over one day. (laughs) You've made me paranoid. (laughs) 
Well, they're definitely going to take over the driving. This much we already yes, know. Yes, for sure. For sure. Well, and just, you know, not too long ago, we had Robert Scoble on the show. And he really talked about how augmented reality and virtual reality and uh, artificial intelligence, all these things are going to really make a difference in our daily lives. And I don't think there's anybody who's more entrenched in it than Robert is. And so when he talks about, uh, you know, quote, you can wait or you can get in now and do it at a comfortable pace. That's a quote from him. I would listen. <laughs> oh, for sure. Exactly. And you know, one of the things when I think about this and I think about our generation, um, you know, the uh, what's it? Generation Z. What are we? We're Generation X, uh, my friend. Okay, she is. You're outing us. I think it's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> you think after 200 episodes, people have sussed it out? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, when you think about our generation, and I think about our our parents' generation, and how they've semi-adapted to Facebook and social, and often that generation's made fun of for how they do mm-hmm. <laughs> Facebook and social. Uh, I don't want to be that way. So I want to, you know, when it comes to AI, which is when we're going to be, when that's really becoming prevalent and part of, you know, everyday life, mm-hmm. I, I I want to be at the forefront. I want to be a good user of it. And I think we should all, and that's one of, one of the advantages of getting in early, not, not just at a business level, but on a personal level. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the conversation with Robert also kind of underscored that we need to think about things beyond the coolness of it, we have to think about the privacy and security and social issues that will come with the rise of this technology and how organizations innovate around it. So it's not it's not all sunshine. It's a lot of sunshine, but you just have to look for the clouds and make sure you're prepared for that. Wow, that was a little bit of a reach, but there you go. <laughs> I can't help putting sunshine on everything. <laughs> Forced analogy number one. We've recorded it right here. Well, you know what? You know, Scoble talked about the future, and we had Terry Brock on. Who mm-hmm. I just love Terry. I mean, if you can go back and listen to episode one sixteen with Terry Brock, just if you want to like brighten your day and get motivated. It's true. Just just, just hearing him talk will do that. He's just fantastic. Um, and but you know, he talks about how to use technology to grow your business, and one of the messages he had was. Being up on what's new, what what are the new developments, staying on top of the new communication tools because everything is changing so rapidly and communities are forming around you know, new tools all the time and making sure, one, to know what these audiences are about and to know which audiences are right for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's a really important point to underscore is that it's not about getting everyone in your audience. It's about finding your right audience. And he does a great job explaining that as well. And then, you know, going pretty far back now, we had a uh, Luis Serpa, who, of course, I I used to work with back in the day, but he actually is the head of digital experience at Underwriters Laboratory Laboratories, or better known as UL. Um, and he really talked about user experience and digital experience in ways that really tie in to a lot of the things we talk about with customer experience, including how the brain works and psychology and all these things. And he had a great quote where he said, what a difference it can make to understand the psychology of the user. And I think if we think about that in both the digital space and then extend that to the customer experience, that's really what this is all about. That's what so much of what we talk about is about is understanding not just what the customer wants to do, but really who they are, what motivates them. And 
and things that they might not be able to articulate, but it's happening in their brain, which is, you know, stuff we can geek out on. <laughs> well, absolutely. And I would say, you know, right now at the the, the fourth transformation we're in to use uh, Scoble's term, you know, we are still most of most of our interaction with technology is interacting with other people through technology. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's it's still the dominant part of it. There's you know those times if you order on Amazon, you're really not interacting with another person, uh, though there are a lot of other people behind what happens. Uh, but it's still, uh, I think the dominant part of our technology is still communicating with other human beings, email, social, all the things that take up most of our time. So, and that knowing, understanding the filter that technology applies to those relationships and to those communications is very important, uh, both on a personal level and on a you know customer centric, customer facing level. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And until the robots take over. <laughs> The technology is developed by humans, too. So we have to remember that, too. <laughs> I have sold you. It only took 200 episodes. I know. We're finally I, I, there. I finally closed the sale. <laughs> <laughs> well, and ironically, I guess, after talking about robots, I think another massive theme throughout all of these episodes, throughout all of these guests that we've ever had, is this idea that it really does come down to people. And the people, it can. it's about the team building and change within your own organization before you can have an impact on the external customers that you have. And we had a great conversation with Amy Downs from uh, who who was able to really transform her company, improve the NPS in ways that were very dramatic. And she talked about how it, you know, the order of priority is help your customer, help your coworker do your job, because it really is about making sure you're delivering on what you promise, making sure that you have good relationships with your coworkers and that everybody understands what those priorities are. So I thought that was really great when she talked about her experience with life size. Right. And she said, you know, talking about culture and team building and all that, one of the things she had pointed out was that one of the ways they'd gained alignment uh, through all the different functional areas was using the voice of the customer mm-hmm. and bringing that back into the business. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of organizations still overlook that piece. They don't understand that it's not about one team or one person getting that feedback. It's about really distilling that feedback throughout the organization so that they can understand the impact that their work has on customers on a daily basis. For sure. So Jeannie, you know what's hard? So many things. <laughs> I was, I, I just left it there. It was a softball, laid it up. <laughs> what is it, Adam? And you, and you whipped it, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Foul ball. Oh, uh, that's change. Uh, yes, for sure. And we talk about cultures and organizations and teams. What can be more problematic, more challenging and more exciting than change? You know, we, this came up so many times as both the, catalyst for change like when things were going really wrong and somebody kind of looked around and thought within an organization we really need to shake things up here and we also heard the results of somebody doing that and we had our friend who's just one of the most positive people we know eddie turner who came on and talked about how facilitating change can make such a dramatic difference in an organization Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And Eddie's really, you know, that's what he does. He does change management leadership. And it's a great episode to go back and listen to because I I think it's, it's something where everybody thinks they can change, you know, just, (laughs) okay, let's, let's change. 
Uh, and on an individual level, you know, it's hard enough, but surely you can manage it yourself or with a little bit of help and uh, support. But at the organizational level, it can be really tricky. It's not just like, hey, we're going to change today, particularly if your change runs in the face of existing culture or your existing uh, team's you know, skill sets or dispositions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I think uh, learning the techniques and strategies for change or being exposed to it, it can be really important. So it's a great episode to go back. And then I think let's wrap up this section with one of our, actually I, one of our most recent interviews and one of my favorites of all, all time. And that was John DeJulius. Definitely. Definitely. Well, he's been a leader in customer service for a long time and has a way of phrasing things so that you really think, yeah, this is super important. Why aren't we doing this? <laughs> like, We need to go there. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and, you know, he talks about a revolution. Like that's the title of his book, The Customer Service Revolution, and how so much of it is about the mentality of things and how we think of things and the mindset and all of that stuff that can be overlooked that is absolutely vital to really delivering an exceptional customer experience. Oh, absolutely. And his uh, company, the DeJulius Group, they have this thing they do called service aptitude, which measures uh, how an employee basically has the aptitude for customer service. It's a name pretty well. I don't really know how to explain it without using the actual words. <laughs> uh, but but what he points out, and, the, and this is what's different. We always talk about hiring and looking for certain qualities and characteristics. Uh, you know, what John points out is that it's not the employee's responsibility to have a high service aptitude, particularly when you're talking about uh, employees that are newer to the workforce that haven't had training. And we talked a little bit in that episode about, you know, if somebody's been trained at Disney. Right. Well, they've, they've had that training, but, you know, a lot of people haven't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can't expect them to have that aptitude at 20 years old or 21 years old if they haven't had the training. Right. Right. I thought that was a really interesting discussion. And he, again, kind of put things in a way that anybody can do it, but a lot of us don't. And I think that's the thing is that we really have to think about it as, okay, we need to overturn how things have been done and make sure we're doing them in a way that is customer centric, that really is about the customer. So Jeannie, one of the challenges we had, as we mentioned up at the top of the episode, it was trying to distill all these themes and all these different topics and learnings that we've had over 200 episodes. So my question for you, have we covered it all? Are we done? (laughs) We are not done. We couldn't even fit in what we learned into this episode. (laughs) I mean, there are so many other people who who I would love to highlight. I mean, we've we've had some great guests on here. We've had Robert. But I'm Rose saying, have and- we have we covered it all? You know, it's, I don't want to be one of those shows where you go an episode two. It's like The Wire. After five seasons, they they cut it. It was perfect. So, to- so are you saying you think we've jumped the shark? <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm just making sure we never do. We never will. And when there, we have so many people out there who have yet to be our guests that I know will be fantastic, and so many topics we haven't covered and. As the world changes so quickly, we're going to be there and we're going to be covering those things. So it's really exciting. Absolutely. And we already know for a fact that we've got a great episode coming for you in episode 205. And there's some great stuff there that uh, we haven't covered in the same way and some new takeaways from a fantastic customer experience leader. So make sure you tune in for that. And don't forget 201 through 204 because those come first. (laughs) And if you subscribe, you get them all. So there's there's an easy solution for you. But we're certainly thrilled that you've been along 
on this crazy journey with us that you've given us feedback that have helped us improve the show. So as we continue, we hope you will stay with us. We hope you will continue to share our show with your friends and family and perfect strangers. I mean, really, we we are not picky about that. <laughs> so thank you for being here. And thank you for, uh, you know, going through these 200 episodes with us. Yeah, we are truly grateful. We really appreciate your time. We really appreciate your attention. And anything we can do to make the show better, please let us know. So on that note, if you like us and you like the Crack the Customer Code podcast, do realize that we are a proud member of the C-Suite Radio family. If you like C-Suite Radio, then check out C-Suite TV and watch in-depth interviews with business content for C-Suite leaders and entrepreneurs. And it's all on demand. Get insider secrets by going to csuitetv.com. I'm Adam Tavork, and you can learn more about me and our customer service workshops and training at CustomersThatStick.com. And I'm Jeannie Walters, and you can find out about our customer experience investigation and more at 360Connects.com. That's C-O-N-N-E-X-T. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.